KAXE News, I'm Chelsea Perkins with the Up North Report. The Minnesota legislature is taking steps towards strengthening criminal penalties for the use of deepfakes to influence elections. Deepfakes, or media manipulated to emulate a person's likeness, are becoming more sophisticated and widespread. For example, a robocall before last month's New Hampshire primary was supposedly from President Joe Biden, urging people to save their vote for November, but it turned out to be an impersonator. Minnesota passed a law last year criminalizing the use of deepfakes, but the bill approved by the House Elections Finance and Policy Committee on Wednesday would strengthen the penalties. According to the session daily, one of the bill's provisions would require candidates to forfeit their nominations or offices if convicted of a deep fake crime. Secretary of State Steve Simon told the committee a call like the one in New Hampshire has not happened in Minnesota to his knowledge, but election officials shouldn't expect it won't. AI, which powers deep fakes, I would say is not in and of itself a threat to our elections or our democracy, but it is an emerging and powerful amplifier of existing threats such as disinformation. The bill goes on to the House Judiciary, Finance, and Civil Law Committee for further consideration. Minnesota's representation in the U.S. Senate announced funding from the Jobs and Infrastructure Package is on its way to regional airports like Bemidji's. Larissa Donovan is here with more. Senators Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith announced a secured grant from the bipartisan infrastructure law that created billions of dollars in grants for airport projects. The Bemidji Regional Airport will receive more than $260,000 to expand its passenger terminal this year. This is just one of a series of grants the regional airport has received since the law was enacted, starting with $95,000 in 2022. Just last year, the airport was granted $6.5 million to resurface the main runway, a project that was completed in October. The new funding, according to a news release, will address security checkpoint and congestion concerns. Senator Smith said, quote, Our small and regional airports have been in desperate need of upgrades for too long, and that by expanding the passenger terminal, travelers aren't held up by unnecessarily long security lines. Bemidji's airport has daily direct flights to and from the Minneapolis airport. Last year, 21,687 passengers flew out of Bemidji on a commercial airline. Airports in Duluth, Two Harbors, and MSP also were awarded federal grants in this last cycle. With an eye on the sky for KAXA News, I'm Larissa Donovan. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources has classified jumping worms and 12 other high-risk invasive plants and animals as prohibited invasive species. Jumping worms are native to Asia and can dramatically change soils by feasting on mulch and stripping vital nutrients from topsoil. The species has been confirmed in some Minnesota urban areas, and the DNR says this listing will reduce the spread to other areas of the state. The agency says it will also strengthen regulations so that legally sold worms are not contaminated with jumping worm species. Grand Rapids Public Utilities is hosting a community workshop to provide updates about the city's Legionnaires disease outbreak at Yanmar Arena at noon on Friday, March 1st. Megan Buffington spoke with the city's public utilities manager to learn more. Since April 2023, there have been 14 cases of Legionnaires in Grand Rapids concentrated toward the center of the city. While the disease can be fatal, a letter from GRPU shared with customers said most people can tolerate the infection without even noticing it. GRPU General Manager Julie Kennedy stressed that the water is safe to drink 
as Legionnaires is contracted by breathing in water vapor that contains the bacteria. There is no reason to, you know, use bottled water for drinking. There is no reason to not, you know, brush your teeth with the water. The water is safe to drink. Kennedy says GRPU is in the midst of a full environmental assessment of the water system. The assessment likely won't be fully completed by the community workshop, but they should have more information they'll be able to share. She says she hopes to also have more information about the timeline related to possible chlorination and other mitigation efforts. In the meantime, Kennedy says those with questions or concerns can contact her directly. Megan Buffington, KAXE News. That's it for the Up North Report from the KAXE News Desk. I'm Chelsea Perkins, telling the stories of northern Minnesota through local news. Thank you.